talk very long right now because this is about singing and worshipping God and I'll come back and talk a bit later but I do just want to say this um, there's something about a song isn't there there's something about a song like I was talking to the Allgate crew who's from Allgate give us a shout out awesome I was talking to them just like a week ago and just saying there's something within human beings like we're, we're created to worship aren't we we're like we love it when our soccer team's doing well or our footy team's doing well or basketball you go to like a Liverpool game, you have 80,000 people arm in arm, the toughest, burliest blokes just singing their hearts out. Because there's something about us which loves to sing. And even I said to this to the guys that even my son, who's five years old, when he was like two, toilet training, and he, uh, he's gone to the toilet and he landed one where he should. And there was just this excitement which welled up with him and he started singing a song and he goes I like to poopy doopy I like to poopy doopy and so that's a song we sing now because sometimes there's something with us where, where, when we're, when we're, there's, some, there's a joy in us there's a reason to celebrate it's like a song which comes out it's like every dude becomes this poet when he's in love and starts writing letters and starts singing songs because there's something within us which was designed to sing and that's why we sing to our God, because He is so great, and He is so awesome, and He is so mighty, and He is so much better than any soccer team, or any footy team, or anything else on this planet, that He deserves our worship, and He deserves our song. And this is what tonight is about. This is what Ignite Adelaide is about. This vision that was birthed, I don't know, like two or three years ago, in the hearts of a few people who said, there's something in us which wants to just worship. And I don't know if you know this, but in recent times in Adelaide, there's been this, this worship movement where people in sections around Adelaide are just gathering together to sing praise to their God. And it's happening you know, in Anglican churches. It's happening in Baptist churches. It's happening in Pentecostal churches. It's happening. And how good is that, that God is birthing a movement across Adelaide where He's saying, I'm drawing my people together from different walks of life. It's not about this church and this church and this church. It's about the church coming together and singing my praise. And I want to tell you that when God's people start to lift up their voice in adoration of God and we start to praise and we start to pray, God will say, I hear from heaven and I will heal my land. And I want to tell you that Adelaide, Australia, needs some healing right now. Are you with me? Yeah. No, we're living in a world that's crying out for a saviour. It doesn't know it needs one. It doesn't know it has one. And would we, the church of Adelaide, young people of Adelaide, start to be that voice? I remember way back in the day when I was in high school, there were prophecies being made that a time is coming when the young people of Adelaide will start to bandy together and praise me in the midst of whatever circumstance is going on. And as they praise, I will start to pour out my spirit. And I want to tell you right now, that's happening in Adelaide. That's happening right now. That God is starting to pull people together and there's the fulfillment of that prophecy and that excites me. Does that excite you? That God might start to pour afresh His Spirit on Adelaide and start to see Adelaide as a light. Like I talk to my mates in Sydney and Melbourne, they're like, why are you in Adelaide? Adelaide sucks. I'm like, no, it doesn't. When we moved up to the hills, my mate said, hey, that's great. When are you going to retire? 
<laughs> but when we started dreaming of Ignite, the, word, the, the phrase the Lord put on my heart was, why not Adelaide? Why not Adelaide? All through Scripture, do you know what he's used? He's used the little and the least, hasn't he? He's used the little and the least. He's used the prostitute. He's used the desolate. He's used the broken. Why not Adelaide to be a beacon of light? Why not you and you and you and you to stand before our King and start lifting a praise and start letting that praise infect your soul and start affect your outward glow that people will see in you something different and that we would have this spirit within us that just says to people at the footy club would say, hey, come to church. Not feeling awkward about it, just come. There's something you need to hear. There's a song in your soul that needs to fly out. And so tonight, that's what this is about. This ministry, Ignite Adelaide, just birthed out of a heart to worship God. That, uh, that, that verse or whatever it was, bridge, chorus, I don't know. This is weighing real heavy on my heart right now. And I just feel to share to you guys from 2 Kings, verse 9. They said when they had crossed, this is Elijah and Elisha. Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I'm taken from you. And Elisha said, please let there be a double portion of your spirit on me. A double portion. He said, you have asked for a hard thing, yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if you do not see me, it shall not be so. And as they still went on and talked, behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. And he took up the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water, saying, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he struck the water, the water was parted to one side and to the other, and Elisha went over. You know, as we were singing that song, I just got this strong sense that, um, you know, we know the stuff, like we know the theology, we know that I'm saved by Christ, but I feel like God's saying that I've got a new mantle for you. I've got a new cloak for you to wear. And sometimes we get so caught up wearing the clothes that we've always worn, putting on the spiritual garments that we've always had. And sometimes we feel like they're tainted. And so we come to a thing like this where we want to enter into God's presence. We want to pray. And there's always that voice saying, no, you can't. No, you can't. Because of this, and because of this, and because of this. I just feel so strongly right now that as we sing, what God's saying is it's time to tear the old garment in two. And it's time to pick up the new mantle, the new mantle that he has bought for us on the cross. That mantle that says forgiven, that mantle that says restored, that mantle that says loved and cherished and mine. And it's time for us to pick that up and to put it on and take the old garments and actually put them at the foot of the cross. Because there's that awesome story where Israel met God on the mountain. And all of them gathered and God came in fire and smoke and he, and he spoke. And Israel were terrified and they said, no, 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 I don't want that anymore. I can't handle that. Just speak to Moses and let him tell us. Just let him tell us. And they were afraid of the presence of God. And so for, you know, hundreds of years, 
thousands of years, they operated under this sacrificial system where they had to have the temple and they had to have all these things that they had to do to earn God's favour. But in Christ, that was fulfilled. That we might come and no longer be trembling and terrified at the mountain. Be reverent, yes. Be overawed, yes. But boldly approach the throne, knowing that in Him we are free. We are free. And when the sun sets free, they are free indeed. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, for all eternity's time. And so we're going to sing a song, O Come to the Altar. And as we do this, I feel so strong in my spirit that there's people here who need to take off the garment of the past and pick up the garment of the cross. Put it on. Receive that blood. Receive that forgiveness anew, that spirit in you. And so we're going to sing this song. And I want, I don't know, I just feel like to come forward, but we can't come forward because it's full. But just take a posture. Take a posture of surrender because that's what worship is, isn't it? It's about taking a posture of surrender where I said, you know what, God, it's, it's all yours. Not the stuff I continually give you, but the stuff in the dark little corners that I, I, I'm too afraid to hand over. The stuff that continually just creeps back in and continues to draw me away or continues to creep in and say, no, 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 you're not a child of God. But tonight we declare that you are. If you are in Christ, you are free and you are free indeed. So let's assume this posture and let's come to the altar and receive that forgiveness that is yours in Christ Jesus, that forgiveness, that blood that washes over you. Let's sing this song. And if you, just, if you do feel like you've just got to come forward, just work your way forward. Work your way forward. And we'll just, you know, we can pray for each other. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Lots of cool stuff. But let's sing this song.